When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Bob and Andy and then AFL Nation tonight, the top of the table game between the Western Bulldogs and Melbourne is going ahead as has been confirmed this morning, um, a lot of action around the sporting globe, a lot of headlines caused by one of the world's top players and the most marketable female athlete in the world, Naomi Osaka, ahead of her media ban at Roland Garros, which gets underway this weekend. To tell us all about it is SEN's tennis expert, Brett Phillips. BP, thanks for your time again, mate. Kane, good morning. Nice to talk. Let's start there because she uh, raised eyebrows, to put it lightly, when she released a statement on her social media account, basically detailing the fact that she won't be conducting any post-match media conferences. She feels as though uh, it can have a negative effect on players' mental health when journalists ask questions at a vulnerable time. Uh, Has that summed it up accurately and what was your take on it? Look, I think it's a bit of a cop-out, to be totally uh, honest. I heard Gary and Tim having an extensive chat about it today, and it, it was hard for either of them to uh, support Naomi in this regard. I mean, it's it's part of being a sports person. I mean, tennis players do certainly do a, a far bigger volume of media than any other sport that I've um, you know been involved in. And, you know, you play across two weeks, you're, you're talking... Uh, if you go all the way, in Naomi's case, she's done it four times. You're talking, you know, seven times in a fortnight. We compare that to an AFL coach who does a, well, a media conference during the week and speaks after the match on the weekend. So there's a, a lot of press conferences. Some of them are pretty mundane. Yes, the journalists uh, in tennis have some off days <laughs> where they do ask some ridiculous questions. And they're, they're actually trying to be a little left field at times and go outside just forehands and backhands and volleys because it can get a bit monotonous in trying to assess a player's game, you know, from two days to the next two days to the next two days. So you're trying to dig a little bit deeper. And and she's, you know, used that platform to her advantage, Kane, in the last couple of years. As she's sort of come out of her shell and grown as a person, she, you know, was very shy. She's always been a bit quirky, uh, but she's been able to, use that platform to really advocate some, you know, strong thoughts and opinions she's got on the world. So, uh, look, I don't, I can't recall a situation where she's sort of been pulled apart um, in terms of her performance. I mean, there's been obviously some times where she hasn't been in the best of form and you've got to cop those questions, but to have a total media ban, I probably think it's more about her fans. I mean, she's got obviously a huge social media platform which she can do whatever she likes with and she's earning the most money of any female athlete in the world right now so if she's going to get a fine she'll just uh, cop that but maybe the maybe um, the Grand Slams need to come down a lot harder on that and say well it's not just going to be the five ten thousand dollar fine we're going to increase it uh, significantly so yeah the fans want to hear from her and it, I don't know I, I'll get a feeling this might reverse in the next uh, few days uh, and her management I'm not sure what advice she's been given, but maybe not the Sanders advice. Yeah, and I, and I hope other athletes don't follow suit. I mean, we've 
seen similar, I guess, but to a lesser extent, I think Chad Wingard sort of put a media ban on himself from, from an AFL perspective around about this time last year. So hopefully more athletes don't follow because we need the athletes to grow the sport clearly. Um, but what can they do? I mean, what options do they have, the governing body? I mean, she would pick up $5,000 between her seats in her car. Like, that's not going to put a dent into anything for her. Yeah, or maybe they need to come down uh, a lot harder in terms of a, a bigger fine. Does it then maybe translate into, you know, an on-court penalty as an mm. example? I mean, it is part of, um, you know, part of their job. I mean, if she can learn one thing, maybe go and have a chat to Venus Williams. Uh, Venus has been doing this for over 20 years. Now, I've been to a few Venus's press conferences where she now starts to sit sideways, Kane, and just gives you one word, hoping that uh, all of you will just uh, not you know, want to interview me so I can walk out. I think I, I was in Singapore, actually, when she played the WTA finals. We counted and went 39 seconds, her presser. She just wanted to say nothing. She knew she had to turn up. All she had to do was sit down so she didn't get fined, but she offered absolutely nothing, which is her right to do. Um, but, yeah, I, you, you're just gonna, you, you're just going to cop it. I mean, look, generally across her career, I mean, the press conferences with Naomi Osaka have been pretty good because she's been uh, been a winner more often than not. And they're, um, they're not uh, devastating press conferences for her own mindset, I would think. So I'm yeah, a little bit confused about this one, but she is different the way she goes about things. But we'll see where this goes over the next few days. We will. So let's talk about the on-court action. We'll particularly focus on our Aussies. First round, tough for Alexi Popper, and he's taking on the best that's ever played on this court in, in Rafa Nadal. So you wouldn't give him much of a hope. But what about the others? What else can we look forward to? Yeah, look, that certainly came out overnight. Um, you know, women's side, Barty with Pera, I think she'll get through that comfortably. Astra Sharma's going to have a qualifier. Sometimes that can be tricky. Uh, Tom Lanovich not in the best of form at the moment. It's got Kozlova, the Ukrainians. That's probably a fairly uh, even matchup. You call it a, a 50-50 as far as the men go. I mean, James Duckworth hasn't played a lot in the last couple of months. Caruso, Italian, Clay, uh, they're pretty good. Uh, Demonel's got another Italian, Travaglia, who's a really decent player. That's tricky as well. Milman's got Magier, another Italian. I mean, they've got 10 inside the top 100 from Italy, so they're flying, particularly on the clay. It's going to be tough to beat them. Uh, Thompson's got Muna. He's a tough Spaniard. He's also grown up on the clay. And uh, Chris O'Connell, back after missing a couple of months with an ankle, um, he's going to play Tommy Paul, who I think is playing in Italy in a semi-final coming up later tonight. So that, that's a fairly even matchup. Both of those have played a lot more a bit of hardcore tennis and clay court tennis. So, yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, we've got one Australian left in qualifying. Uh, Storm Sanders is going to play later tonight, Kane. She should get through on paper, which would be great for her because out of all our young female players, she's had the best growth uh, this year and certainly top 100 is within her calling. Left-hander, really offensive, solid, um, enjoying her tennis. So, yeah, hopefully she can get through a little bit later tonight. But, yeah, the French, as we know, it's uh, never been the kindest Grand Slam uh, for the Aussies. No, um, it hasn't. Tough, tough, brutal surface to play on. So Rafa's there, Novak's there, and Roger's there. Well, what sort of form is Nadal in? Um, because we know how, well, how impossible he is to beat on this court. Well, if we look at the build-up, I mean, he didn't absolutely dominate that whole clay court swing. He was still able to win two titles, though. But once he gets to Paris and he's had a statue unveiled uh, overnight, which was always going to come 
at some point for a record that you could never seen be broken in the history of the French Open. If someone can win more than 13, it'll be quite extraordinary. If he gets to 14, it'll just be one of the most unbelievable records, not in, just in tennis, but in, in world sports. So he has to start as the uh, as the favourite, no doubt about that. And look, Alexi Popperin did play him in Madrid going back, uh, what, two or three weeks ago now and was reasonably competitive. Uh, but once Nadal gets to Paris, the conditions just suit him uh, perfectly. So he has to be front line of the betting. And uh, Djokovic is playing in Belgrade as a tuner, which he normally doesn't do. He normally would have that week in Paris practising, but he has felt like he needed to get a few more matches under his belt. And Dominic Team's the one, I think, who's certainly pressed Nadal, making a couple of finals, Kane, in the last three years. But he's had some time out this year, but he's just been getting his mojo back. And I think he's still uh, a major danger on uh, on the men's side. Mm. And for Ash, I guess she is in the form of her life, really. I think that's uh, across the board. She's been flying. So would Asaka, she's the second seed, is she her biggest threat or is there somewhere else that she should be looking sideways no, as well, the second I think, week gets underway? Well, you know, it's funny how Osaka's been the media. She might be getting knocked out first round. The way she's playing on the clay at the moment, um, I've seen more of her the last two weeks uh, going to the Laurie Sports Awards doing um, uh, bikini shoots with a, a sponsor and she's been all over social media. And she, look, she openly admits, Kane, that she's not comfortable on the clay and she's not that comfortable on the grass. So she's got to try and conquer those two surfaces if she's going to be regarded as one of the greatest of all time. So right now, I think it's Ash Igish Fiontek who won the French last year. She's uh, playing really, really good tennis at the moment. Um, I see Serena's arrived to practice. Still think it's beyond her to get to 24 to be quite remarkable. So, yeah, I think it's a little narrower on the women's side. But, yeah, Ash, the arm looks pretty good. That's the good news. She's been practising all week in Paris and uh, Cherry Wright ready to go. And uh, apart from focusing on his basketball, where, where do we see Nick Kyrgios at this year? Is he going to play any tennis? Yeah, so he's slated to come back on the grass. So there's going to be a couple of tournaments building into Wimbledon. So one in Majorca, um, home of Rafael Nadal. We've got beautiful grass courts there. Uh, and also Stuttgart. So he's listed to play both. So unless there's a shift in Nick's um, thought plans to travel, which he's obviously been reluctant to do over the last 18 to 12 to 18 months. And then there's still the spot open for Tokyo. So the deadline is June 14. The top four rankings-wise, gets selected. So he's at three at the moment behind Demonor and Millman. Um, so whether he's... you know, And he loves those team events too. Uh, but we know what happened last time you know, with he and Kitty Chiller and they had a bit of a dispute. He didn't uh, get to um, get to Rio. But whether he's going to play Tokyo, we'll have to wait and see. So, yeah, the grass is the first instalment we're going to see him post the Australian Open. All right, we look forward to that. BP, you'll be in action across a strange weekend of footy. You'll be calling the Gold Coast and Hawthorne game. And then again, the Swans and the Blues should be a ripper on AFL Nation. Hey, thanks for the update and enjoy the tennis. Hopefully you can get some sleep this weekend. Yeah, we'll try. Thanks, Kane. Have a good day. Good on you, Brett Phillips. They're part of our AFL Nation team right here. And of course, our SENSA tennis expert. Your thoughts on Naomi Osaka banning the media? Um, Sam Groth's written a pretty strong piece and I do like Sam's thoughts on all things tennis. You'll see him on Channel 9's coverage of the tennis with Alicia Mollick and also uh, Todd Woodbridge. He was strong on it. And G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.